All right, all right, all right. I think I got the computer going. Let me get everything set up on my end so I can communicate. I can be communicative. Matt, let me get everything. Pause that. See where I'm going. And it looks like I am ready to rock and roll. So let me get started by saying, what's up, YouTube? Happy Sunday. Today is January the 14th. And um, we are halfway through. We're well past halfway through the winter. At least my winter is concerned. That means that in 14 days to the day on January 28th, two more weeks, I will begin my fertilizer and weed control season. And man, I am excited. What is up, Turf Nerd? Mr. Sullivan, happy Sunday to you, sir. Um, on January the 28th, tentatively, um, you know, who knows what the weather has in store We've had a real winter this year, so um, tentatively, if we look like we're above freezing, I've got soil temperatures above freezing, then I will begin going out with my round one. Um, for those of you curious what my round one is going to be, I am going out with ammonium sulfate. It's actually going to be an 1800 impregned with a 0.38 rate of uh, prodiamine. This is the first time in my life used granular pre-emergent. And I'm weirded out about it. Um, it's just one of those things where, you know, you're relying on prill distribution to ensure coverage and it just freaks me out. And um, so, Anyway, just to simplify things, um, this year I'm going to be using um, round one will be a uh, granular pre-emergent. And man, I don't like it. <laughs> but what that frees me up to do is in my tank, I can, um, I can spot spray herbicide. So, you know, that's... Um, I look forward to that. Um, Casey Turner, speaking of first app, why are they basically saying by February 15th we should have round one done? Casey, who is saying that? Um, that's that's not really the case. It Maybe if you're in Florida, possibly, but um, I don't know. I don't know who's saying that we need to be done by, by February 15th. I would go on on a limb to say most people are starting on February 15th. Jason Clark, yeah, it is uh, it is strange, but that's what I'm going to be doing. Uh, that may change for round two. That that 0.38 rate of barricade at four or five pounds per thousand is going to be a full rate of um, of barricade. So that's going to be the other thing. I'm going instead of doing split apps like I've normally done. Um, I'm only going out with a single app of prodiamine, but. Um, on new sales that come up, um, 
I'm also going to be doing the same thing. So there's no real but about it. But what that the but I was actually going to get to was what this is going to free me up to be able to do with round two. Um, with round two, I can um, throw more things in the tank, or I can get a little fancier with my with my with my fertilizer and uh, and back that pre-emergent cost off a little bit. Uh, so not only in terms of simplicity, um, also this is going to be uh, also to um, for budgetary concerns. Um, you know, that, that round one application would be, you know, mo mostly, mostly for budget. And then round two, um, you know, I can make changes as I see fit. There's going to be some properties, my larger commercial properties. I'm going to go ahead and do uh, liquid uh, prodiamine. And, uh, and so, you know, that's it. That's how it's going to go. Mr. Martinez, no problem. No pr problem. Yeah, most people think I'm crazy for spraying prodiamine at the court per thousand rate. But I've been for such a long time that I'm uh, with it. Um, and I remember thinking, I was like, man, there's no way. I was actually doing it in, um, in Memphis, and I was doing it on a, a round to be for POA control. And um, and I, I sprayed it all fall that year, and it did awesome. I mean, it really, really did awesome. So um, I was super, super happy with it. Um, my backyard is overrun with mics. Can take two steps without stepping on a hill. Uh, I, I want to get rid of them before reseeding. Any suggestions? Moles, not mics. Jeremy? guess is as good as anybody else's. There are products on the market, Talprid being probably the most popular that uh, the pros go to to control moles. Um, but, you know, make, make sure your grub populations are in check, but really just the, the nature of moles in general, um, you know, they're going to feed on many subsurface insects. So that could be earthworms, that could be grub worms, that could be um, crickets or beetles that are burrowing, uh, could be pill bugs. Um, they're going to go after a lot of different things. So, um, your best bet is just to, um, you know, take a multifaceted approach, try and trap some, try and poison some. Um, keep in mind if you're using Talprid, um, and it is harmful to mammals in the sense that like it will take out a mole. Also know that it would be extremely toxic to pets. So if you have pets, be very, very, very careful using a product like that. CD Andrews, you like that boot disc failure? I'm going to start calling you my tech guy. Um, it turns out, I, I don't know what it is. This um, computer I have, the... Uh, the hard drive likes to come disconnected, so I had to turn a few turn a few screwdrivers real quick and push the the hard drive back in, and I was ready to go. So anyway, I can't I can't wait to build my complete YouTube only station. Um, I'm going to start that at some point in February and, and get that done. Um, and I will not have this issue anymore. So. Bam. Bam. 
Philip, no, I'm thinking this will be my only preem of the year. Um, I'm just going to go out and, and you know, run a, a, a full rate. When I say full rate, I'm going to get down about 1.3 pounds of AI in a single app. And um, and that that will be it. I want to say max rate prodiamine for a year is 2.25 pounds. Um, however, if I run 2.25 pounds, I run the risk of having last into aeration overseed season. And I do not want that to happen. So I've always had good success with the 1.3. Actually, I used to run just a one pound rate. Um, and then I, I bumped that up to help stove off a little bit of that late season um, spurge that, that comes in. And I mean, really, I can't see enough of a difference to justify running really a higher rate. Um, I've run some extreme rates of prodiamine before, way off label rates. Uh, and um, I've just, I've never been that super happy with it. Josh Whitaker, I, that's not a squirrel. Um, that's not a squirrel. That that's rabbit. That's rabid rabbit. Josh Whitaker, how'd you uh, survive your snowplow uh, adventure there? You know, um, for those of you that don't know Josh Whitaker, he owns the company uh, Performance Lawns in Nashville, Tennessee, and um, great guy, great turf manager, and a uh, a great friend of mine. And so um, that's why I I like to get. Um, that's why I tolerate him being so hard on these squirrels that exist on my face. Uh, he got a bunch of snow, and apparently he got to do some plowing. And I have um, an attachment to his snow plow because uh, I may or may not had to have helped him get it from Knoxville to Nashville one time. It may have happened. I don't know. I don't know. What's up, Ray? Good to see you, Green Duck. Um, yeah, it's definitely not the best for broadleaves. Uh, gallery would be, um, and, and Spurge is really the only, you know, late summer broadleaf weed I typically have to deal with. And so usually if I can get it to push a, a little further through the summer, then I'm good to go without having to use any gallery. Although one, one of the weeds that's becoming a bigger issue in my area now I had to deal with it when I was further south, but I haven't had to deal with it in Knoxville. But now I'm having to deal with chamber bitter. Uh, for those of you that are not familiar with uh, chamber bitter, it looks like a miniature mimosa tree growing in the yard. And um, and that is one I'm having to use gallery to prevent uh, because, you know, definitely prodiamine would have zero effect on on your um, on your chamber bitter. What is your suggestion to spray a liquid fur after the spring green up? Want to put down an extra pre-app to combat dove weed in late summer and was thinking about mixing in urea, but don't want to burn. Huh? Uh, you can, I mean, you can use urea, but just dial your, your rate back. Um, the, the other option would be to use like a, um, uh, a methylene urea. Um, methylene urea is going to have less burn potential, has lower uh, salt index than just a straight urea. So um, you're not going to get a stark green effect out of it alone. Uh, but, you know, 
typically the way they have those mixed is like 75% methylene urea, 25% just regular urea. And it comes in like a 3000, um, or maybe even like a 3300, maybe the highest. I can't remember. Um, but a methylene urea, urea mix and put it down at like a half pound or maybe even a quarter pound, then, um, you should, you should be good as far as an end source. Um, and as far as a pre-emergent to combat dove weed, that's a tough one. Ray, what do you use to prevent dove weed? Um, would that be something like, um, I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's an, another one too. Um, a UAN, um, a, a a true denitrification inhibitor uh, would be a good a good choice. You, this is this is funny. This is funny. People people talking about the squirrel on my face, and then they send me a picture of this big giant squirrel on their face. That is funny. How about how about them apples? I'll cover your face, but I'll show your beard. How about that? How about that? Uh, spectacle. Good choice. Good choice. Spectacle. I forget spectacle exists. That's the one thing I miss about being in a warm season market is, um, is getting to use spectacle. Golly, I wish I would have gotten it, gotten to use it. Um, it's a good product. It's a good product. Everybody I talk to that's using Spectacle will not go with any other pre-emergent. And it's just one of those things where, you know, keep using it until it no longer works, I guess, because um, there's just there's just not enough variety in modes of actions for pre-emergents available to us right now. And that's a, a tough place to be in, especially when it comes to herbicide resistance. Uh, any suggestions on killing chamber bitter and warm season turf? The Atlanta area has been getting worse and worse with it uh, the last couple of years. Yeah, Celsius and dismissed. That would definitely work on it. Um, I always use the uh, the Momentum FX2 from Site One. Um, it is a uh, it is a 2,4-D um, triclopyr and fluoroxapyr. Um, it will definitely ding Bermuda grass, so just know that going into it. Um, you know, talk to your customers, explain that there's definitely going to be some turf injury. But um, if you can do it in, in conjunction with a with a, a spoon feed, then um, it, the damage won't be too severe. Um, so uh, definitely something that has a higher rate of either dicamba, fluoroxapyr. Uh, will be more effective on chamber bitter or triclopyr for that for that matter. Um, anything that's going to have more activity on woody tissue because chamber bitter is um, extremely woody in nature. Um, momentum is it is really really hard on uh, Bermuda grass, but it's extremely effective and rel relatively cheap. Um, although with, um, I have not priced Celsius in a long time. I know before, you know, we were getting it for like 80 bucks, uh, something like that. So, you know, it's, uh, there's no telling where it is price range. Uh, Ryan 611, um, where are you located, sir? 
you know, there's a lot of people in Florida right now that are building out NPRs. Um, the only company I personally have experience with is um, GNC. This is interesting. I'm getting odd, odd messages on Facebook. Um, the uh, GNC in Pocahontas, Arkansas, will build out spray trucks for you, um, and they do an awesome, awesome job. Um, when I was at Fairway, and um, all of our trucks were were built down there in in Pocahontas, and I mean they just really did it up, and. We're extremely flexible as far as the different drop tanks and stuff we could add to it. Um, my last uh, truck I had in Augusta had a three reel, three motor setup on um, on three different tanks. And I mean, it was just an absolute beast. A 600 to 200 uh, gallon split tanks, each with their own separate pump. And then I had a 100 gallon drop tank with its own pump. And, uh, and that's right there. It's pretty good stuff. Still 80 bucks for the 10 ounces. I use it at the three ounce rate, cost effective on weeds, and it works. Celsius is supposed to be agency price. Other prices are from non-authorized sellers. Yep, it is supposed to be agency price. So you should you may be able to get a kickback on that at the end of the year from Bayer. Big bro, what's up, corporate HQ? I hope you're as well prepping for nuts edge, but pen and magnum is pricey. Any sub for this? Thanks as always. Corporate HQ, I'll tell you what I did this year. I have a um, real fleet solutions in Florida uh, that uh, Josh is talking about there. Um, okay, so corporate HQ, I um, build your own spray truck. That's right, it is. It is much cheaper to do it that way. Um, I don't know, it, it, uh, Pete, you'll never believe this. The, the quotes I'm seeing these guys getting out of Florida are unbelievably affordable. It's amazing what the quotes they're getting. Um, so on a super, super, super nutsedge prone yard, in fact, it was, it was more prone with Kalingan than anything. Um, I started my first application of, uh, of dismiss at four ounces to the acre, uh, on April 15th on May 15th. Um, I sprayed four ounces to the acre of dismiss on June 15th, maybe even June 30th, I sprayed a final four ounces per acre of um, of dismiss, and I did not have a an issue with nuts edge at all in that yard. Um, it was it was great. So. In terms of a preventative, um, you know, it never did make it to the surface if I caught it in April 15th. I, there were some properties I was seeing that said John around that April 15th time frame. But I mean, I really jumped the gun on this yard. There was nothing obvious, no Kalinga obvious. And those, those three applications were awesome. Um, I, I never did see it come up and regular application. So uh, you know, timing wise, it wasn't like I had to be on it. And in, in terms of a, of a preventative, that seemed to do really, really, really well for me. So uh, I like that. I like that a lot. What did you say up here, Andy Burleson? Let me scroll up for just a hair here. Uh, what prodiamine granule are you using price? Still looking for something affordable here. Andy, I am um, using... Um, 
a local company here is blending it for me. Um, the, for the first round, it's just an 1800, and um, it is uh, 18 bucks a bag, something like that. $16 a bag. Um, so anyway, I'm going to go up with, with three quarters of a pound first app and, um, and then hopefully by second app, my own fertilizer will be ready and I can begin using that. But, uh, we'll, we'll just kind of see how that goes, uh, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Matt going to have four to five day winter thaw up here in Connecticut this week. Should I head out and pick up some leaves? and take some added areas or continue to stay off of it. Uh, absolutely, man. If you're going to have a thaw out there in Connecticut, definitely get them up, man. Uh, get them up, mow them up, however you want to do it. But but you just um, you just go after it. You just go after it. Peg Junk, what would be a great hand tank mix for a DIYer with a 750-square-foot fescue lawn, or should I go granular? Uh, Peg Junk, with a property that small, it may behoove you to go ahead and go granular. Um, you can run liquid. Um, to be honest, it's, it's just a, a lot of mass. I could tell you what it is. Um, you know, if you wanted to do like a single rate of prodiamine on a fescue yard, so let's see, 26 divided by 43.5 uh, times 0.75. So, you know, you're talking about 0.4 ounces of prodiamine so a little less than half of an ounce that's that's difficult to measure and it would be like 0.75 ounces of three-way not even you know just barely that so man if i were you i'd just use granular and be done with it i mean those are super small increments to measure and uh when you're talking about measuring at that small of a of an increment you know it just it's a little bit like a like a nightmare, really. Um, Andy, I'm using ammonium sulfate. Um, and I'm using ammonium sulfate because it's still going to be pretty cold. However, I'm hoping with the warm days that I will stimulate some, some good wake-up activity and go ahead and begin pushing out all this uh, freezed damaged turf that I'm seeing. Um, because, you know, like after this week, going into next week, we're going to have some days in the 50s, another day in the 60s. So, you know, I'm, I'm right on the cusp of, of being there. So um, with those days in the, you know, upper 50s, low 60s, um, you know, hopefully we'll get some we'll get some good nitrogen uptake at that time. And uh, and, you know, begin begin to push out uh, some of this freeze damage because. Uh, just driving around and looking at everything, you know, my lawns are holding up okay, but um, I mean, just all in all, there's just a ton of freeze damage out there. You know, it's in, uh, this is my, the end of my third year in Knoxville, so the beginning, you know, next year will be my fourth year in Knoxville, and this is the second coldest winter we've, we've had in these last four years. Um. And over like the last 10 years, um, those two winters are the two coldest winters in like 10 years. So um, you know, fairly hard on the turf. Um, it's been it's been pretty hard with um, 
pretty hard on the trees as well. Trees are beginning to fall like crazy. Um, is it too early for aeration this weekend? It will be around 50 for warm season. Uh, Tell it, Coleman. Yeah, I would. I would. Uh, if, if you're in Florida, have at it, man. But uh, outside of there, I mean, I would just go ahead and wait till it's actually, you know, really starting to grow. Um, you know, once once you're 100 percent green and and, you know, you, you've got some good vigorous growth going. And the reason being is that is that's going to speed up your recovery. Uh, so that way you're not just waiting around with just tons of holes in the yard opened up. Um, not to say that it's necessarily just a, a super detrimental thing that that's going to take place on a residential lawn. Um, like my backyard, my Bermuda backyard, I, I aerated it around, I don't know, the 1st of October or something, maybe, eh, maybe the, the end of, uh, and so, you know, it, I mean, my, my Bermuda's fine. My Bermuda's just fine. What's up, Jake, the lawn kid. Yeah, Telly Coleman, man, I would, I would definitely hold off, man. I, I wouldn't narrate, I wouldn't narrate your, uh, your warm season until like May or June. Um, I think that's going to be your best bet. My vendors have something called fusing uh, ammonium sulfate condensed with ammonium nitrate, good for cool weather. Man, I would really like to try that, Ray. I'm going to have to call around and see if I can find something similar. Uh, one thing that I have been seeing that looks really interesting. Um, is uh, this Yara Amidas pro uh, product, the Amidas fertilizer, which is a, uh, it's a hardened urea prill and it's hardened with ammonium sulfate. I really like that. Um, and it's got a 400 analysis. So um, super interested in that product, but from what I understand, they have very limited supply of it. Um, our fescue here really turns yellow here where I can keep rice somewhat green. <laughs> Um, anybody here try Katana by PDI Gordon? Usually go with certainty or monument for nuts, sedge boners, and Katana has worked for others. Uh, Katana is going to be great for sedge control. It's also going to work well for um, 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 ryegrass transition. Is, uh, most people I know that use it for. Um, also, um, yeah. But when it when it comes for sedges, I always prefer monument. I don't know why. It could be a a mental thing for me. Um, but katana is some of the best, but hard to use in residential spot spray only. There you go. Um, I haven't used a ton of katana. I've, I've monument has always been my go to, and the reason being is that I always feel like I have a. Um, a better you know, quote unquote pre-emergent effect on the sedge with monument more so than I have any other product I've ever used. Uh, like my, my ball fields, um, you know, when I blanket all those with monument, that's usually the last of the weeds I have to spray on that field until fall. Um, and it's sometimes not, I mean, my, my herbicide cost rate on, on my ball fields is, is so extremely low. Because, um, you know, I, I get to use Rhinestar on it and then I get to follow that up with an application of Monument. And then after, after that, I just I really don't have to spray anything else. And so that is, is, is great. I just I love that. I love that. You could also blend AMS with potassium nitrate. Yeah, you could. You can blend ammonium sulfate and potassium nitrate. 
Um, let's see here. Monument is really good on Brawl Life and Grass as well. Damage is down. Grass and something called Blue Stem. Yeah, which is interesting, right? Little Blue Stem, um, Stem for that that matter, is actually a really big thing here in Tennessee. Um, probably more so in West Tennessee and North Mississippi than uh, East Tennessee, but I, I still see it here, and it's an absolute pain. Um, and I never had great luck with with Monument on on Little Blue Stem, but um, it does it, it will completely suspend its growth. And um, and so you know, usually what I what I like to do is some some very significant aeration, um, a good heavy rate, a Monument. And, uh, and, a, and a good fertilizer to help that Ber Bermuda grass, you know, outcompete and hopefully get a little damage to that blue stem as a result of the aeration. Um, what are your thoughts on the Air 8 product from Greene County? Uh, Philip, it's a it's a interesting product in the sense that it's a it's a humate product. Uh, however, there is a higher percentage of potassium hydroxide in in that product. Um, and it's not, you know, if you, if you, if you, if you talk to, um, John Perry about it, he'll tell you that it's not a replacement of a mechanical aeration. That's just, you don't apply air A and overseed at the same time and expect to get, you know, significant seed to soil contact. Um, you know, more so it's about stimulating, um, uh, you know, Oxygen at the root zone, airflow at the root zone, um, in a swarm of microbial activity being attracted to it. So, um, I don't know just a ton about it. I've just kind of done some backwards engineering on the label, um, and that's that's kind of my my thought on it. Um, I'm not super familiar with potassium hydroxide on turf um, because there's just not a lot of good in it, but um, you know he he has it uh, at a at a at a percentage where the pH is still able to be applied safely because potassium hydroxide in and of itself has a pH of like fourteen. So um, anyway, it's a, it's an interesting product, very interesting product. I haven't used it, so I, I can't give you a whole lot of just uh, exactly what I think about it. Any dominating going on with your Bermuda? Not right now, Dick. Man, my Bermuda is asleep as asleep as it gets. It is a uh, nighty night time. Beautiful golden brown dormant and uh, and closed for business for the time being. Blue stem is a pain in the warmer areas. I use revolver and image, then uh, revolver and Celsius on it as well. Yeah, um, revolver and Celsius. I toyed with a little bit on it, uh, kind of in that same realm as with, with Dallas grass. Um, because, you know, in my opinion, if it, if it works on Dallas grass, it's going to work on, on everything. Um, so it's a, uh, that's a good one. You know, well, if nothing else will get it, let's try a revolver in Celsius. Yeah, potassium hydroxide is extremely alkaline, super high pH. And the um, the interesting thing is, is the pH of that air eight is like an eight um, or a nine, I believe. So um, it's been it's been dropped pretty significantly. Um, also, the 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 linardite in the in the brewing process of it is is going to be relatively low pH. So. 
Um, it's an interesting combination there. And when I say like it, it's not like a 50% potassium hydroxide solution, it's just a, um, and it is, it's relatively low. It's relatively low. But I know it has higher concentration of potassium hydroxide in the air eight than it does like the RGS product. Uh, low mowing helps blue stem as well. No blue stem and loss mode at less than three quarters of an inch. No, because the, the, the crown of the plant almost sits, almost sits uh, three quarters of an inch above the above the, the grass surface as well. So I could see where we just uh, absolutely chew that up. So it's another thing. If you've got a little blue stem in a yard, low it, uh, low mow it, real mow it, and get rid of it. Um, I guess kind of an uh, update on the fertilizer project. Uh, it's still moving forward. That's it for my update. Um, I'm going to have about 1,000 pounds the end of this week, maybe 2,000 pounds the end of this week. And, uh, and then to go through the bagging process. Well, first, we have to send it off to be analyzed. We've got three different mixes coming back. And uh, we have to have those off sent off to be analyzed and labeled. And um, and then so probably this time next week, I will be talking to you about potentially uh, setting up a list of who wants some of it. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll we will go for there, go from there. That's it on the on the new fertilizer. I'll leave it at that. Look at that. David Turf Nerd Watkins. He's out there aerating his yards all fall long look at that look at that did a million square feet of turf with it that's the man you need to talk to about the air right um i i can dive a little deeper into the science of it um the other thing too is um uh i'm still still trying to get uh you know mine and john perry's schedules on a uh on the same page so we can do one of these together um, I know he's had a ton going on and uh, I kind of have too. So we have yet to be able to make the um, uh, the schedules coincide. But for those of you that got to go to the Real Green Conference down in St. Pete uh, last week, I hope you all all took a minute to say hey to John Perry. Um, I believe he would have stuck out like a sore thumb being the uh, the six foot seven guy he is out there. Uh, I'll take 150 to 200 pounds. Um, yeah, I will. I, like I said, I, I'll put a, um, I'll put together some sort of, of, of list, uh, next week. Like I said, I want, I want to send this off for, for analysis first and see exactly where it stands because, um, you know, we know, we know what it, what the material was going into uh, the the machine that produced the prill. The problem is, is that we don't know what escaped the gas during the production process, and so what what exactly is going what it's going to look like on the back end. Um, the interesting thing is, is that with the machine when we had to use the liquid to actually form the prill, uh, we used RGS and it worked beautifully. So that was a that was a pretty neat gig there. Uh, three foot of hose need high pressure that I then regulate down with the handpiece. Um, for those of you that don't know, Ray has one of the most incredible um, 
spray systems I've ever seen. Uh, he uses a, a, a spray boom. Uh, well, at least for his, his gas-powered backpack, he uses a, a spray boom, like a walking boom. And, uh, and he uses, uh, do you use a watt regulator, Ray? I can't remember. Um, but he's got a regulator just before the trigger um, on the boom, or maybe just after the trigger on the boom. I think it's before the trigger to help kind of act as a, as a counterweight. And, um, and that's, that's how he, he regulates his pressure. And talk about being so much more consistent of having a, um, a, a regulator at your, your wand or your gun or your, your boom versus relying on that regulator coming off the pump. So what, what that allows you to do is maximize the pressure all the way through the length of your hose and then dial it back right as it, right as it gets to your, your spray system. So uh, Ray has a really, really unique um, spray system and, um, and it is probably the most consistent spray system um, I've, I've ever seen. And, and the reason why I say that is, is for those of you that have ever used 300 or four foot, a 400 foot hose, um, you, you know, like how if you don't wind it up the right way, when you go to crank it the next time, you have to adjust your pressure to get the same amount of output. Um, or, um, you know, if you've got 88% of the, the, the real unrolled, it sprays different than you'll, if you only have, uh, you know, like 20 or 30 feet um, pulled off the truck. So way he, he does it there is, you know, go ahead, send all that pressure down the hose and then regulate it at the end. So um, that's, um, that's really smart. Really smart. What's up, man? How are you? Man, we're, I'm good here. I'm good here. Uh, we got another week of, of, of uh, another few days of cold. Um, and then once we get through the cold, it looks like it's about to start warming up. Uh, that's how I can use things like MSM, Pilex, and Tenacity without causing damage. There you go. Uh, Ray, what do you primarily use Pilex for in your neck of the woods? I'm curious. Um, MSM, for, for those of you, I'm, I'm, I'm sure most everybody has heard me say this before, um, but MSM is methyl furon methyl. It's also known as manor. There's a lot of different things out there. And when you see it on the, on the, on the shelf at the herbicide store, it's going to look extremely appealing because of its price. It's extremely cheap. Pilex on goosegrass. Good call. What rate are you running? Um, I've, I've been, uh, playing with it at uh, sub one ounce rates and, uh, been super happy with that. Um, MSMA is the metsulfuron methyl is extremely, extremely powerful, extremely powerful at a, at a, a half ounce rate. You're killing weeds at a one ounce rate. You're potentially killing trees and at a two ounce rate. You're potentially sterilizing soil. Those are, those are rates per acre, two ounces. We're talking about barely a handful of material. I mean, that barely even covering the palm of your hand. I mean, just a tiny, tiny amount of material, and you're talking about potentially sterilizing soil. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind for those of you that, that choose to go the route of MSM. Be extremely, extremely, extremely careful. It's serious stuff. 
yep, it will kill trees and create bare ground. That's what uh, locally. That's what they use uh, to clear is uh, is MSM. Uh, I know they have the same uh, mode of action, but what do you like better, triclopyr or Merco in your three or four way? Uh, Thomas, what is what is Merco? Are you are you talking about like a um, like a mecha prop or something uh, or MCPA? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Um, can you tell me more about dicamba and the pros or possible cons of using it in conjunction with 24D? Um, yeah, that that's just that if you're if you're using a pre-blended um, mecha prop. If if I'm dealing with uh, with fescue, I like triclopyr. Um, you know, most most three ways are are going to contain you know mecaprop in it. Uh, most of them are not going to contain triclopyr, so uh, that's why I like to add the triclopyr to it. It just broadens that spectrum of control, and uh, and broadens the temperature range of control as well, especially with triclopyr being the ester. Um, Dicamba can't, yeah, dicamba by itself, um, Vanquish, I believe, is is the um, the dicamba dicamba deal that's that's available to turf professionals. Um, extremely powerful stuff. Um, so keep that in mind. Um, your your best bet that if you want to use dicamba in conjunction with two four D is just use a three way product, and at that one and a half ounce rate, then that, that will keep you. Um, you know, at a four ounce per acre rate of dicamba or less, um, because I believe they only have six percent active in it, something like that, in a in a traditional three way. So uh, that will actually probably have you at less than four ounces per acre. So um, that's why I would stick to something that's already pre mixed. And and three way is so cheap that it doesn't really make any sense to go buy you know bulk. 24D and dicamba and mix your own with it because you know when you're talking about you know spending 60 bucks 58 bucks for a two and a half gallon uh, container of three-way I mean it's it's hard to beat that price you may be able to get it down to 52 um, but you know um, you know with the the risk to reward return there is just not viable in my opinion so I will leave it at that um let's see here strike three what about strike three breeze lawn um that can be, but careful calibration or else trees that yep that's right what's up frank i am good i am good i bet you can't wait to get out in the yard uh yeah y'all have to deal with real snow in michigan uh, luckily, we don't. Um, I feel for you, brother. I want nothing to do with it. As for the birds, it is a. Uh, if it, you ought to see what the snow does down south here. It it completely shuts the um, the entire city and community down. I mean, it just it goes into full fledged pandemonium here when uh, whenever snow is on the horizon. They can forecast snow, and the community goes bananas. So yeah. I'll, I'll save all that for, for you guys up there in Ohio and Minnesota and all those fun places. That's, that's where, that's where all the snow belongs up near the great lakes. Y'all take it. Have it. 
All right, y'all, we are running into 8 o'clock. I hear my children yelling in the background. Uh, they know it's time for bed, um, and I probably need to give them a bath as well. So I thank you, each and every one of you, for tuning in. Um, I always, always appreciate it, and um, got more whiteboards up. Um, I've got a, a plenty of them actually recorded. I just got to get them edited and then posted. Two more weeks of landscape work that I've got to get done, and then I will be back on my YouTube grind as always. When I'm out in the field, I always have more content to be able to produce. So, um, anyway, super excited about that. Um, I got got a couple more more questions here, real quick. Uh, let's say an HOA with eight eight foot street strips of lawns with trees every 25 to 30 feet. Do you think prodiamine or dimension would cause any harm to the trees? Uh, probably not Andy at, um, um, at a turf label rate. Um, especially if you're not running max rate of prodiamine, I, I would not be concerned with those trees. Heavy hand piece equals sore arm. That's right. That's right. Uh, miss my window in the fall to knock out POA. What should my plan be in the spring? Just pre-emergent. Uh, Thomas, what turf type are you dealing with? Um, is three-way safe on Bermuda and St. Augustine and at what rate per thousand? Yeah, Breeze, it is. Uh, just be careful, um, especially during transition. Uh, you can do a little bit of harm uh, on St. Augustine. Uh, you definitely want to drop that. I would say probably max rate on St. Augustine would be like one ounce per thousand. Um, so you should be good to go there. Good to see you too, Frank. Um, we'd love for you to do a training series for new applicators. Yeah, David, I need to do that because I've got a more new applicators coming to work for me this year, and that would be uh, extremely effective. Uh, David, if you want to put together kind of a list of topics you want me to cover in a in a training series, then I can record that. Uh, shoot that to me in an email or a text if you don't mind. Thomas Strong in fescue and rye plan for POA. I don't know. Uh, probably just pre-emergent. If you want to play with a product like Prograss ethylfumosate, I think is the active ingredient. POA constrictor is another name. By all means, have at it. You may want to tank mix it in conjunction with tenacity, or you may just want to run like tenacity and dismiss and discolor it and feel okay about it, but know that it will come back. Um, so not a lot of good post-emergent activity in ryegrass uh, options for POA control. I am going full Amish with his beard. Actually, I'm going to trim it tonight, so I'll say goodbye to it. But I'll rock the squirrel on my face one more night. Proudly, proudly rock the squirrel. All right, y'all, that's it. I'm going. I got to get the kids to bed. I appreciate y'all all watching. Have a very, 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 very good night. Have a great week. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Stay safe out there. And as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Y'all have a good one. Take it easy.